Nintendo Cartridge Society presents NCS Classic Edition Metroid Other M Part 3. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm feeling better about this one. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit better about this game. So we just played maybe the second half of Sector 1, uh-huh. um, ending with us getting out of Sector 1 and going to Sector 3, yes. which appears to be some kind of like lava world. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, wh- why uh, why did we like this this part of it better? Well, I kept a list. That's good. <laughs> That's important because I feel like last time we were mostly ragging uh-huh. on how um, crummy the experience was. Well, and, but I also think that this part of the game was a better experience. Sure, overall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, there were no, there were very few cutscenes. And by the time we do start to get back into cutscenes, is when I started to get frustrated again. Yes. But, so I, I think we can divide um, this section of the game into the good parts and the bad parts. Right? Okay. Um, and I think the good parts are everything from um, basically when, when we started playing here until we get to the area that is the simulated Galactic Federation training ground. Yeah. Uh, and then from there to the end, being like a slog. Also, it is the Galactic Federation. Yes, I, I gave you sass last you time. You did. So sorry about my sass. I uh, demand uh, more sass. <laughs> you demand sassification. I demand <laughs> sassification, and I'll slap you with the glove. Um, what do, what do we have on our notes for things that we liked? We liked some of the lethal strikes are well animated. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like we were doing a lot more of them. First of all. Um, fewer of those like weird boss encounters where we couldn't use them, mm-hmm. right? Like there were no no flying robot drones, right? That we couldn't mount and then blow their heads off. Um, so that's those are fun, and it feels very um Super Smash Brothersy to me. Like Samus getting someone in a grapple and then like blasting them. Oh sure, yeah. Um, just because she fights a little bit differently that way. Uh, what what else what else did we like? One thing we neglected to mention last time, but it seems like it'll play an important uh role going forward. And having played this game, I don't like I don't know how much I should say. Sure, but like yes, it does play an important role going forward. <laughs> well, is, it would be weird if it didn't at this point. Is the weird like disgusting, uh, like chocobo slash Pikachu? Yeah, so it's a little white fuzzy thing with bird legs. Yeah. Um. And we first see it, uh, we neglected to mention it last time, it appears in that segment, um, but it comes back again here. Um, and its entrance is, so it's like feeding on a mini boss that Samus just destroyed. Right, right. And then there's like a cutscene where Samus is like, oh, some creatures, you know. Feed like, off the, uh, feed off of others. Yeah. And then she, and then like the camera like pans over this weird chocobo type thing. And she's like, this, watching this disgusting creature. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is, by the way, Samus, who has been referring to a Metroid. A Metroid, which is basically <laughs> a flying jellyfish with fangs. She's been referring to that as a baby. Okay? And then there's this... This disgusting piece of scum. <laughs> this space scum alien slime. Satan is- vomited, and here was this disgusting beast. And it's basically like an albino uh, chick, right? Yeah, yeah. With like weird ears. Yeah. And also a terrifying mouth. Yeah. Um, but so she refers to it as a disgusting creature. It, it made us laugh really it did. hard. <laughs> it did. Um, and uh, so we see this thing. We'll, we'll stay on the subject of it first, and then yeah. we'll loop around to other stuff. Um, so when we meet back up with this thing later, uh, its back is split in two and it's dead. Or it's not dead. It's like... Oh, you think it, it is evolved? Yeah, it's like its skin. It's like a husk, I think. Uh, that's actually interesting because uh, while, while we were playing, um, we were a little bit confused by there are these like pill bug creatures that um, you can only hurt by bombing them. And if you don't bomb them right away, they like go into a cocoon. And if you don't destroy the cocoon right away, then uh, like the flying bug creatures come out of it. So we're watching like a whole metamorphosis yeah. of those creatures happen. You think that's what we're experiencing with the Pika Choco? Yeah. Choco Pika <laughs> Yeah, Choco Choco Chew. Choco Count Choco Pika <laughs> Chuku? Yeah, I think, I, I think so. Uh, no spoilers, but I think so. Um, feels oh. like a spoiler. <laughs> Also, the uh, we find out this uh, story-wise, we find out that the Galactic Federation is uh, genetically enhancing creatures. Bio weapons. Bio weapons. That's what they. Yeah. Yeah. Short, of course, for biological weapons. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, yeah. Okay. So biological weapons. That's um, not short for biodome weapons. Not no, short not short for biology biographical. <laughs> weapons uh yeah so or biographical weapons yeah Yeah. bibliological weapons yeah but that would be like a biblio weapon like you wouldn't say bio for biblio oh yeah good point thank Uh, you uh, yeah i i had the same (laughs) thought (laughs) if then you edited yourself and i looked like the bozo (laughs) yay (laughs) um what were we saying (laughs) uh biological weapons Right. Okay. So, is that always something that's implied about the Metroid series, or something that's explicit that um, they want to use the Metroids for that the Galactic Federation wants to study Metroids for biological weapon purposes, or am I just taking that from the Alien series and putting it on the Metroid series? That's a good question. I don't know that it's ever explicitly laid out that way. Um, we might be venturing into headcanon here. Ooh, I'm. Totally comfortable. Head cannon. Head cannon. It's a western. Uh, I mean, so much of um, Metroid is tied up in the Alien series, right? Right. Um, the Metroid's home planet is uh, SR388. The Alien's home planet is LB426. Um, oh, no. That's maybe not the home planet. It doesn't matter. These are, these are names of planets from these series. Um, uh yeah, so I, I I'm saying that the use the Federation wanting to use something for biological weapons isn't that like no 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 I I think yeah it makes total sense I just don't know that it's ever been like a plot point like this okay yeah for sure I mean there've been so little 
there's been such little plot in. Oh, and oh, don't you just miss those days? Those sweet, sweet days where uh, there were no plot. Yeah, Metroid games. Because we talked about it on the list is one of the things we like is like the atmospheric storytelling of the game. Yeah, actually, pretty good when nobody's talking. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. When nobody's talking, actually, pretty good. Was the um, uh, that tree thing? Was that yes, yeah, spider ant? Um. Would do, do we know what that thing's actually called? I could look it up. Don't look it up. <laughs> um, so there's there's a boss that you fight uh, pretty early in this chunk um, that is uh, like a horse spider that appears to be made out of wood. Yeah. And has a glowing weak point either on its belly or its back, depending on how it's configured. Um, <clears throat> so the, the, the first like time that you encounter it, you actually have to fight it. Um, and it was sort of tough, right? It took a couple tries um, to take it down. I thought it was especially cool although it sort of plays into what i was complaining about in the last chunk that you encounter it later and it's just like a a hazard in a space like you can avoid it altogether um so that you know is uh, just like that other weird big creature um like you don't know that it's optional um but maybe that's what that thing is teaching you the first time you encounter it that like you don't have to fight everything that's big and scary some stuff you can just avoid for a while um the uh that section when you encounter it for the second time Mm -hmm. also had one of my one of the mechanics we really liked which was you hold on to the a moving ledge yeah and then you go into first person to fire the um uh missiles yeah and you don't actually have to do it this time this time you're just holding onto the ledge as like a conveyance system Right, but there was a, a previous time where y- you had to um, shoot down those like kind of whippity vines. Yeah, whippity, <laughs> <laughs> whippity good. Uh, yeah, into shape. Uh, and that was really cool. It was actually seemed like the the best use of the first person mechanics so far. Yeah, I agree. Like uh, it because it it feels more active and less like it demands less precision of you, kind of, um, for it to be like for a moment an on rails kind of like shooting situation which seems like a totally like that that's a perfect application for that the other sections i've really been enjoying weirdly are the uh uh when you're in like the morph ball yeah and morph ball always feels good like it i feel like those were pretty successfully integrated into the metroid prime games um even though it's so different from a first person perspective uh, mode of playing the game, and I feel like it works just as well here. Yeah, like it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, feels good. Feels around. good. Something mm-hmm. that does not is the third person like dead space view. Okay, yeah, that so, they lock you into. Yeah, um, it's real rough when it does like this close over the shoulder third person perspective. Uh, is very much like dead space, but unlike in dead space, it does nothing to communicate like the atmosphere or like being scared or any kind of vulnerability also it's way okay so we started this episode or this segment saying that we really liked up to the point that you get into that big grassy field section which by the way why does it make you run through the grassy field section the first time (laughs) like it makes you skip it (laughs) i don't know i don't know i just wanted to run around and play in it the sky was blue maybe that's why they maybe that's why they were like, no. Oh, well, th- this might be. We're fun taking for you. away that. We're taking away that ability. 
You want to do that? You do that later. Oh. After you've earned it. Okay. <laughs> and then, so once you hit that section, uh, it kind of becomes a slog. It has, you're like locked mm-hmm. into, first of all, you like go upstairs, you go up the elevator into the whatever it is. And the first thing you do is hit a bunch of dead ends. And I guess this is the game's way of teaching you that like, if you hit a dead end, pixel hunt. Uh, I guess, except that the game makes you, like, during the, the periods that it wants you to pixel hunt, it makes you do it. It throws right. you into first person. Um, it also, like, during this section, because it is it maybe, like, four or five consecutive, like, little pixel hunting um, portions, it's going back and forth between that, this dead space uh, kind of camera, and cutscenes. Um, and the cutscenes are with the army guys, the yeah, whatever they are. Yeah. Marines. Galactic Federation. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is important that we get the nomenclature right. <laughs> um, but so they, with them, you stumble on... Recruits? Uh, Do they call them recruits? I mean, probably while they're recruiting <laughs> them, sure. Once, <laughs> once they're, like, in the army, I don't, I don't think you call them recruits anymore. Um, in any event, they... We just watched this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> So they're they're hacking into this terminal. Yeah. Uh, that your Errol Flynn guy, James, says that he could, but he never actually does. Oh, that's a good point. Because his friend, it's all worthless, pointless, throwaway dialogue. Because the other person is like, "This might be really tough, tough to ha- hack into." As like he's hacking and like everything is co- turning from green or red to green. Right, and, and then, then James says, "Oh, it shouldn't be that hard to do it. It is going to take a long time." No, no, no. <laughs> the guy turns to. Wait, is Errol Flynn James? Yeah. Okay. So the guy is hacking the terminal. He turns to James and he's like, oh, I don't know if I can, like, this looks really tough. Like, you may have to do it as he's, like, doing it. And sure. then James is like, I, I don't even know what he says. But it's completely I, throwaway because James never hacks it. They I, leave. He leaves with Anthony. That's right. And the thing gets blown up then. <laughs> I think James. Who blew it up? Uh, did we blow it up? I don't think. We didn't blow it up. No. I think the. Either the bad people, the doctor, possibly Adam. I I distrust Adam at this point. I oh, think, okay. I think he's the bad guy. Okay. Um, which maybe you're supposed to because uh, Samus seems to distrust him as well. Right. Or well, at least she, she's got some suspicions. Yeah. She's like, oh, I wonder if he knew. Uh, she's me. tempest tossed in love. That's. <laughs> hey, that's true. Um, let's talk a little bit about Lyle. Who's Lyle? Oh. <laughs> Lyle was late. Lyle looks late. <laughs> looks like Lyle's late. <laughs> Why do they use their first names? I don't know. And except to hers, like, uh, I forgot that Anthony was the only one that called her princess. Right. That's it. it. There's no There's, significance. Uh, Anthony does, uh, when they're looking out at the um, field that is supposed to look like the federation training ground yeah does say like no, no so it's not supposed i don't think it's supposed to lo- is it is it supposed to look like it or is does anthony just say like hey does that remind you of anything it's an open field it's like oh sh- it- <clears throat> sure yeah yeah i yeah I, I don't know if it's supposed to or if just anthony makes that uh, yeah. assumption um uh or if it actually is the training ground and that's where they take all of their recruits soldiers <laughs> marines um for, to train them but he says something super cryptic like brings back memories huh and then he answers his own question and goes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but so at this point, we don't know where Lyle is. 
right? right? Like, they make a point of saying, looks like Lyle's late. And you're forgiven if you're like, why do I care? Because Lyle was not a, didn't actually have, like, a purpose earlier. He was one of the Marines. Right. Lyle is my father's name. I've settled on Marines. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go with Marines. Okay. Just as long as we're not saying recruits, Mark. I mean, come on. Lyle... I could have easily have just settled on recruits. No, you I could just... not. I would have pushed back. <laughs> Lyle is my father's name, so that it sticks out to me. Oh, okay. And I don't have never met another Lyle in my life. Um, so when this character is named Lyle, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna pay attention to this loser, Lyle the loser. Um, and it seems like he's late, and then later he shows up dead. Yeah. Um, and we investigate why he's dead. And uh, that's where we find the husk of um, the uh, albino Pikachu Chocobo. But this was after the worst, most annoying boss battle. Oh, yeah. This thing. All in first person. All in first person. Samus is uh, pinned, right? And it's a... Because she's such a bozo. She, like, walks outside. They're, all the Marines are shooting towards her up and she just like walks out and then turns around and the big like lizard bird type thing yeah leaps onto her i assume like, what were you doing i assume that the creature that her that attacks her is um the giant bird dog from the last guardian oh i assume so too. i assume it's the same yeah yeah <laughs> I that it's, it's definitely it's makes the most sense <laughs> right uh so it pins her right and she can't move the only thing she can do is look and shoot. Um, and so it's this awful sequence where you just have to charge and shoot the thing's tail before it skewers your head. Right. And, but the tail is very erratic and moves really quickly. Yeah. I mean, you kind of just got to wait until it like decides which side of the thing it's going to attack you from. And then just you... terrible. It's just no good. Also, we're not spending enough time talking about how terrible the dead space sections are. Oh, yeah. I'm we sorry. just glossed over that we'll... because and I and I need to dedicate time to it. Because you move so slowly so for slowly. no reason and forever. Because I can understand it to be the first time they like pull it out in this section is because a door is open and you're like it's supposed to be like, what? This door's open, so I'm going to be stealthy and, you know, like, on guard, so I'm going to walk slowly. Right, but then you walk in there, and it's just like your marine buddies. Yeah, exactly. And But you continue walking slowly forever. Oh, and here's another thing. So you're walking slowly, and Mark and I are like, okay, where do we go? And we're like, okay, we'll go, th- we'll go through this door. Nope, can't do it. Door's red. And we're like, well, what? I mean, uh, uh, let's walk back. And we're moving so slowly. She can't jump. She can't run. She just walks slowly. It turns out you have to save the game before the next door opens. What is that? What? what? And which, again, <laughs> fine. Except I don't think that has been the case ever previously. Right. Um, so you go down these, like, endless hallways. Um and you go through like an operating theater and again locked into this and it's not just the over the shoulder view which is disorienting it's how slowly you move that makes right. it so irritating and the fact that like all of your tools are taken away from you you can't shoot you can't jump you can't turn into a ball um it's just like oh no this part of the game isn't the game you've been playing and it's frustrating and then we uh after the 
annoying boss battle with the bird thing. Right. With the first person boss battle. With Trico from yeah, the with Last Trico, Guardian. The Last Guardian. In stores now. Right. You have to do another pixel hunt section. There's a lot of pixel hunting in this chunk that we just played. Right. And it's so both both this section that you're that you're about to complain about and the one where you find the other uh, Zebzians mm-hmm. um, are both totally unintuitive what they want you to do. Um, so in this like murder mystery one where we see Lyle's body and everyone is like crowded around it, um, it wants you to turn around 180 degrees and spot some green blood on the ground. Um, and similarly, when you are checking out the dead Zebzian, um, which you have to go back to, by the way, you find it, then it kicks you back out and then you have to dead space, walk back over to it. Then you have to look up to the ceiling to find stuff where like, it's just not where the, where you're looking. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Especially the one with Lyle. Like I remember that one when I played through it drove me crazy because there's no like clue or hint or indication, and it's like green blood on green gla- grass. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's like you're saying so unintuitive. It's also not like there's any prompt that's like see if you can figure out what happened to Lyle. Well, and look and, for clues or anything like that. And how does green blood relate to Lyle? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, when you see green blood, how does it even register to you as blood? Right? You're like, oh, someone was painting their bike and they got some paint here on the grass. And they have a nice green bike. Oh, let me look at the list. Was there anything else we'd like? Uh, I hope trying there was to, something. Trying to end on a... Uh, that section where you're raising and lowering the water levels was kind of interesting. I don't like moving around in the water, but... Um, it, it was, was the most puzzly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was cool that it it was, even had like some of the uh, like action puzzle elements of having to uh, activate these switches that would raise and lower the water and then having to do, like, wall jumps uh, while it's moving. Like, I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, and there was a section where there's rain, and I love rain levels That's in true. games. That's true. So you, that was nice. You went, ooh, I love rain levels. <laughs> <laughs> I deliver what I promise. Yeah. It, loving something? <laughs> rain levels specifically. Very good. Uh, any Anything else? Any uh, Anything you want to add about... Um, this section or um what look what was fun or i i feel like because we are not really enjoying playing this game yeah that at the end of each of these i like i feel obligated to tease something exciting coming up so that way i like to keep playing and my memory is that this the lava level sector Section? Sector? Section. Sector. Sector. Sector 3. Sector 3 is has a lot of like platforming elements. Ooh, I look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I really did like as we were approaching a, a save point here early in Sector 3 is you're running through like a, a tube, and if you don't do a, a sense move or a dodge, whatever it's called, um, this like giant lava dragon will just eat you in one bite i liked that but again it's also one of those like yes unfair things where okay so it happened to you and i was just sitting here and then the continue screen came up and i was like what because i thought you did what you're supposed to do because there's no indication otherwise yeah yeah i mean it's it's just like the rest of the game in that it's like here's a poorly broadcast uh obstacle that you'll have to overcome surprise you didn't do it 
luckily it doesn't set you far that back. You ba- yeah. you're basically just running down that corridor again. So maybe that's really what this game is: is that it's not really so much uh, a game as it is just a bunch of fail states. It trains you to gradually avoid. Does that sound like fun? <laughs> no, but <laughs> let's continue doing it. All right, cool. So uh, now we'll figure out how far we play for the next time, so you can uh, uh, join us. Join us there. Okay, so to get ready for next episode, you have to uh, get explore sector three, get kicked out of se- sector three, go to sector two, get the speed boots, and then clear the bridge afterwards mm-hmm. and get to that first save point. Yep. Is that clear enough? Are we? I think so. I think we've been very clear. You'll know when you get there. Yeah. You'll hey, you'll know and you'll love it just like we did. Uh. So, yeah. And then join it. Join us then. Yeah. For part four. Part four, man. Great. Part four. Network.